0: Today is the 13th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we, well, we're, we're moving into the center of the last month of the year. So steps are being taken day by day and we're, we're working our way through. We've been working through the minor prophets in the Old Testament, which is how the Old Testament will end for us, moving through these shorter Not less significant. They're not minor because they're less significant. They're minor because they're less uh, lengthy. And today we'll read a whole book. The book of Obadiah. And this is the shortest book in the Old Testament. And Obadiah identifies himself as the author of this. But we know almost nothing about him other than the meaning of his name, which is servant of Yahweh. Obadiah wasn't like an uncommon name then, and so dating this prophecy is difficult. Generally, biblical scholars think that Obadiah was probably contemporary with the prophet Jeremiah, and that his prophetic work is also using Babylon's conquest of Jerusalem as its context. And if that's right, then Obadiah's probably dated into the late, uh, the late 500s B.C., there's just 21 verses that we'll read today. That's the whole book of Obadiah, but it deals with a big deal, a big issue, a family issue. And it, it heralds the doom and the destruction for Edom. And if we look back to the beginning of our adventure, we just review back to the beginning of our year. We remember the story of Jacob and Esau, right? And then Jacob's name was changed to Israel and his children became the children of Israel well, Esau had descendants as well and they flourished as well and they became the Edomites. And so when God came for his people, Israel, from, and, and rescued them from slavery in Egypt, the Edomites wouldn't allow their relatives to pass through their land as they traveled toward their own land of promise. And at other points in their history, when Israel was being attacked, the Edomites just watched. And Obadiah talks about that Just watching was like being an enemy. And they didn't just sit and watch. The Edomites were like, when Israel would be destroyed or lose something, they would be part of the pillaging clan. They would come and take while God's people were suffering. And God is not pleased with that, as we will see. Ultimately, Obadiah is announcing the total destruction of Edom. But we do have ways of looking at this in our own lives. Each of us have been redeemed by Jesus and we also have become children of God. We are family. And so often, so often, with social media and just with life, we witness our brothers and sisters at war with each other and we stand by and watch our brothers and sisters while they suffer. We might even be smug. We might even watch them suffering and say, ah, get, they're getting what they deserve. It's only that the book of Obadiah rejects that posture outright and shows God is very displeased with that kind of arrogance. And so there's plenty for us to apply to our own lives as we read the book of Obadiah. This is the vision that came to Obadiah. Listen carefully to what the Eternal Lord says about the nation of Edom. Learn from their fates. We have been put on notice through the Eternal's representative, who was sent to everyone among the nations, saying, Get up. Get ready to charge against Edom in battle. The Eternal One says to Edom, See how insignificant I will make you compared to other nations. You will be completely despised by the rest of the world. Your deep pride has blinded you to the truth, tucked securely in the clefts of the rocks, safely out of reach. You say to yourself, whose attack can reach up here and bring me down to the ground? Even if you fly as high as an eagle, believing yourself strong and free, and put your nest among the stars, I will have no trouble bringing you down. This is declared by the Eternal One. Consider how thoroughly you will be wiped out. If thieves come to steal from you, and robbers arrive under cover of night, won't they take only what they want? If the grape harvesters arrive, doesn't their hasty picking usually leave some fruit in the field for the poor? But Esau, your nation, will be ransacked. There will be nothing left. Every last treasure you had carefully hidden will be taken. Your supposed allies, every last one, will turn against you. They will run you out of your own town, and those who promised you peace will lie to your face and conquer you. Even those who shared your bread will ambush you. You won't understand what is happening until it is too late. When this day comes, won't I destroy the wisest citizens of Edom, make all insight vanish from Mount Esau and leave all helpless? As for your warriors, great Edomite city of Timon, they will be routed, shattered. Their slaughtered bodies will cut off everyone's path to Mount Esau because of your violent history against your brother Jacob. Shame will envelop you and your nation will be destroyed forever. You just stood there doing nothing while strangers ransacked their city while invaders rushed through the gates and divided up Jerusalem for themselves. You might as well have been one of them. You should never have gloated over your brother's tragedy that day or been secretly happy about all their misfortune. You should never have celebrated the people of Judah's decimation. You should never have acted so arrogantly on the day they suffered so much. You should never have walked through the city gates of my people on the day of this disaster. You should never have gloated at their difficulties on the day of this disaster. You should never have taken advantage of them and their wealth on the day of this disaster. You should never have lain and wait along the crossroads to cut off those trying to escape. You should never have handed over the handful of survivors to Babylonian captivity on the day of their great distress. The day of the Eternal's judgment for all the nations is near. Whatever evil you have done will be done to you. Your deeds will come crashing back on your head. Just as you drank to the defeat of my people on my holy mountain, now you and all the nations around you will always drink excessively. They will be forced to drink and guzzle a mouth full of suffering, and it will be as if they never existed. But on Mount Zion will be a place of safety. Some will escape to that holy hill, the people of Jacob will conquer and possess those who conquered and dispossessed them. The people of Jacob will become a fire and the family of Joseph a flame. They will ignite and consume the people of Esau as they execute divine punishment until only dry stubble remains. No one from the people of Esau will survive the conflagration, so declares the Eternal One. The people from the southern desert will take over Mount Esau, and those from the foothills will flood into Philistine's coastal plain. They will possess the fertile lands of Ephraim and Samaria, and Benjamin's people will inhabit Gilead. The army of exiled sons and daughters of Israel will stream back home and live along the coast and possess the Canaanites as far as Zarephath, and the exiles of Jerusalem who lived in Sepharah will settle down in the cities and villages of the south. These deliverers will go up to Mount Zion, my holy hill, and justly rule Mount Esau from there, and the kingdom they establish will belong to the Eternal One alone. Revelation 4 After I wrote down these messages, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and heard again the first voice that sounded like a trumpet. Come up here, and I will show you what must happen after this. Immediately I was caught up in the Spirit, and I saw a throne that stood in heaven, and one seated on the throne. The one enthroned gleamed like jasper and carnelian, and a rainbow encircled the throne with an emerald glow. Encircling that great throne were twenty-four smaller thrones, with twenty-four elders clothed in white robes, with wreaths fashioned of gold on their heads. Out of the great throne came flashes of lightning, sounds of voices, and peals of thunder. In front of the great throne seven torches were ablaze, which are the seven spirits of God. Also in front of the throne was a glassy sea of shimmering crystal. In the midst of the throne and encircling the throne were four living creatures, covered all over with eyes, front to back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second creature was like an ox, the third creature had a face like the face of a human, and the fourth creature was like an eagle in full flight. These four living creatures, each of which had six wings and was covered with eyes, eyes on the outside and on the inside, did not cease chanting. All day and night they were singing, holy. Holy, holy is the Lord God, who is all-powerful, who was, and who is, and who is coming. And when the living creatures declared glory and honor and thanksgiving to the one seated on the throne, the one who lives throughout all the ages, the twenty-four elders fell prostrate before the one seated on the throne, worshipped the one who lives throughout all the ages, cast their golden wreaths before the throne and chanted to Him, Worthy are You, O Lord, worthy are You, O God, to receive glory and honor and power. You alone created all things, and through Your will and by Your design they existed and were created. Psalm 132, a song for those journeying to worship. Eternal One, don't let the suffering of our Father David be forgotten. For his sake, remember. Remember the pledge he made, how he poured out his heart to the eternal, the promise he made to the mighty one of Jacob. He said, I will not go inside my house or lie down in my bed. I will not even rest my eyes. I will not take comfort in sleep until I find a dwelling place for you, the Eternal, a holy residence dedicated to the Mighty One of Jacob. We heard rumors of the Holy Ark in Ephrathah, and later we found it in the field of Jair. Let us journey to His dwelling place. Let us worship at His footstool. Eternal One, arise and go to your new home. You and the Ark of your Strength, Let every priest join the march wearing righteousness, and let songs of joy erupt from the hearts and mouths of your godly ones. For the well-being of your anointed servant, do not turn your back on David. The Eternal made his own promise, sworn in truth to David, an oath which he cannot and will not break. I will continue your dynasty, David. One of your descendants will sit on your throne. If your children obey my covenant and follow the statute which I shall teach them, and if they remain faithful, their children will also sit upon your throne forever. For the eternal selected Zion. He desired it as his holy place of residence. This is my sanctuary, my resting place forever and ever. I will remain here, for this is what I have desired. I will bless Zion with an endless supply of all she needs. I will satisfy the bellies of her hungry with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and songs of joy will erupt from the hearts and mouths of her godly people. From there I will make the strength of David's kingdom grow and prepare a lamp for my anointed one. I will clothe his enemies with a garment of shame. But as for David's son... His crown will shine brightly like the sun. Proverbs 29, 24, and 25 Anyone who teams up with a thief must despise his own life, for he is bound by an oath to tell the truth and yet refuses. If you fear other people, you are walking into a dangerous trap. But if you trust in the eternal, you will be safe. Father, we thank you for your word and we thank you for that, that last proverb. If, we've, if we are in the fear of man, if we are walking, fearing other people, what they think and our convictions are based on that. Our, our, our perception of ourself and the things that we're portraying. Walking into a dangerous trap, but if we trust in you, we will be safe. And we want to be safe. In fact, we're spending so much of our lives trying to create safety in our own strength. But if we trust in you, we will be safe. So come, Holy Spirit, we trust in you. Lead and guide our steps. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is on base. That is the website. It's where you find out what's happening. The Daily Audio Bible app does that as well, right in the palm of your hand. And you can get the app from the app store that works with your device. Just search for Daily Audio Bible. It's Christmas time around here. And for Christmas this year, we have our annual Christmas tree ornament that we've had for like 15 years. Uh, The word for the year was expand. And so we have that and we will send it to anyone who uh, participates in what we've got going on this year. We've pressed the music from the Daily Audio Bible, this music that you're hearing behind you right now, onto vinyl albums and packaged them beautifully and made them commemorative, like keepsake items of the global campfire. And uh, anyone who participates in that will get the ornaments and all of the resources from this are being invested into the developments, the ongoing development, but the brand new home for the global campfire that will be coming in 2022. So you can check that all out at dailyaudiobible.com or in the app. Just navigate to the shop and you'll find a Christmas section there and you can find everything there. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for your partnership. And if you just want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible as the days are winding down, thank you humbly. Thank you deeply and with all of our gratitude and all of our hearts. We can't be here if we don't do this together. So thank you. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.
1: Hi, I'm calling in response to Blind Tony. Blind Tony, I truly do love you. I love everything that you have to say. My name is Betty and I never call in, but I am praying for you all. I'm praying for your family. I do understand what it is to be in a fire and lose many things. So I'm asking God right now to lift your spirits right now in the mighty name of Jesus. He said in his word to be anxious for nothing, but in through prayer and supplication, make your needs known. So I'm asking God to bring a fast, fast deliverance to whatever it is that you all need. In Jesus' name, I do thank you. Amen.
2: Salutations, Dab family. It's his little songbird from Alberta, Canada. And there's two people I'd like to lift up in prayer today. Heavenly Father, I come before you this morning and humbly approach your throne. And I want to lift up Delta Delta Alpha Foxtrot to you. Lord and his family Lord I ask that you would give them comfort pour out your oil of joy for their mourning Lord for the passing of of his dad Lord I also want to lift up to you today blind Tony and his sister thank you Thank you, thank you, Lord, for sparing their lives, for allowing them to get out safely. And for everything, everything, Lord. Satan is always so eager to try and destroy and kill and steal. I know my husband and I went through a house fire too. Seven years ago it was New Year's Eve, but Lord you supplied for us and you gave us something even better than what we had before. It's no mansion, but it's home. Lord, I'm asking that you would supply Blind Tony and his sister with another home. I ask in Jesus' name, and I give you all the praise and the glory. Amen. Hello,
3: everybody. This is Casey, the single-minded plumber. This call is for Cece. Uh, Cece, um, crushed by without Christ. Um, I'm, I'm sorry you're going through all the, the stuff you're going through. And... Uh, I'm not going to try and give you any any uh, earthly wisdom, um, but uh, uh, God God will give you wisdom. Uh, wisdom's calling out to you, and I know that you'll find it and find what what you need to do to find your joy. And I hope just uh, knowing that we're praying for you brings you joy. Um, that those who seek God will find Him. Um, and uh, I pray that the the devil stops getting into your heart and, and stops getting in and, and bringing you down and I know that'll happen um, because the mighty hand of God uh, is covering you and uh, anyway Heavenly Father holy is your name and greater your works please bless Cece Please uh, bless her in all her endeavors. Please put a covering over her house and keep the enemy far away. Kick him out onto the street and may he not return. Uh, Please bless her in her finances. Please bless her in her works. Please bless the people around her. Please uh, bring her, uh, people who can lift her up. Uh, More people that put in instead of take out. let her find the way, and please bless her marriage. In Jesus' great and mighty name, amen. Love you guys.
4: Hey y'all, how y'all doing? This is Ty here. Um, this is my second call in. And man, I couldn't be more grateful being a part of something, and uh, it's just brought me so much closer to Christ. So thank you, Brian, for this platform and the family that I've joined. I've been listening to the prayers a lot, man. And, you know, in the beginning of this year, when I started in January first, um, I didn't know what to think of all the prayers at the end. Um, I've never really had anything like this. And uh, and it really humbles you, man, um, having this because it gets you out of that area, of you know, kind of thinking of yourself. And for me. You know after seeing what others go through it just it puts love in my heart towards you guys and eyes of the dove My heart goes out to you um, I know What it's like to be dealing with? uh, you know worry and the humanity of this situation you may be going through and I've heard you calling a couple of times and uh, and I'm gonna believe with you that you are okay in Jesus name and that his will will be done and that we will fulfill our purpose on earth and that is to spread his gospel and, and share with others um but anyways uh, I wanted to ask you guys to pray for me I have to they did an ultrasound on my throat and they found a cyst and they, they said it's benign I have to go see if I need to go get it removed um Again, my name's Ty, so if you guys can pray for me in that area, i find out Wednesday of what I do. So today is November the 5th. Thank you, guys. God bless you. I love each and every one of you. Thank you, Brian. God bless